three and we're recording so welcome back well no welcome to the friday edition of uh of this podcast and on every friday i will be joined by my co-host carlos salas and for this edition of the podcast which i will mention again is going to take place every friday we'll be talking about comic books movies entertainment tv shows possibly some anime even though i'm not cultured enough to go in depth through anime uh carlos is though but um but yeah, and just other entertainment news that might be relevant today. Um, so welcome. I hope you enjoy. And um, this is the beginning of something really cool I've, that we've been wanting to do for a while. Funny enough, we started this. We started something like this a couple years back. It was a very failed attempt uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, but either way, we're back. We're better and we're more organized. And we're here to stay this time. Uh, but either way. I wanted to start this um, by letting Carlos introduce and say a little bit about himself. Hi, I'm Carlos. Uh, I like comic books, movies, TV shows, video games, and anime. So, you know, uh, hopefully Rafa can cover more of the movie stuff because I'm, I'm a little uncultured in that side. But when it comes to anime, video games, and uh, comic books, you know, I'm kind of the goat. So, you know, it's just kind of how I do. He really is one of the goats. He is one of the goats. Um, but either way, how I want to start this. I want to start this with an argument we had two years ago in our failed attempt at a podcast. And you might know where we're going with this, but you also might not. It was uh, the very fact that you said that Marvel wasn't going to recast the X-Men. Do you remember okay. this? Yes. Yes, I so remember that. Before I start bashing you... Um, what do you want to see from the X-Men moving forward? I don't want the Marvel formula in the X-Men. I want the X-Men to be a What very... do you consider the Marvel formula, though? So it, it's the thing that they've had since the Winter Soldier, which is they perfected it. It's uh, either exposition, action, exposition, action, exposition, action. And each one of those things happens like or it's action exposition action exposition action exposition and they're big set pieces so um the first act will always start with something action or something comedic and then you have a little bit of exposition somewhere thrown in there and i mean i i don't really know how to describe it without like going like without showing clips from the movies and stuff like that but for the most part it's very formulaic you know what's going to happen in the movie it's oh Hero's going to start in a good place. Hero ends up in a bad place. Hero ends up dealing with how he's going to get out of that situation. And I mean, there are some movies that differ from it. I I would say like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't, but it has a fun little twist on it where you're not, you're used to, like these are new characters and you're like, whoa, who are these people? But um, I mean, Spider-Man, like a bunch of the movies have it. Uh, Doctor Strange was the most visually different, but I would argue that it's still very formulaic. If you compare it to the rest of the Marvel movies, it follows the same exact thing. It's just, oh, okay, you know, it's his origin story. So it's, it's, yeah, I mean, what I'm, when I'm talking about X-Men, I just want them to do something different. So for example, like uh, the New Mutants or, or whatever that's called. Yeah, it, uh, that's... Yeah. Uh... It's coming out because it has to come out because then the studio will lose money. But that's probably the last thing we're ever going to see connected to this X-Men universe, hopefully. But what about like stuff for like Deadpool, for example? See, but Deadpool, they're definitely, since Deadpool is so, it's such a big 
uh, staple. They're definitely, obviously, they're going to keep Ryan Reynolds. It's like he's one of the people, he, he, is, he is Deadpool. Like, they, they have to move him forward and somehow tie him in in a way that will only make sense, which is that's kind of a gray line because if they do, which they will recast the X-Men, they're not going to continue with what they're doing with Fox. But, you know, Deadpool is already integrated into that universe. We've seen the cameos. We know it's in that same world. So, you know, but I feel like they could do whatever they want with Deadpool since it's technically not following the main linear story of the Marvel Universe. Like, I don't think we'll ever see Deadpool in one of the main Avengers movies. I, that's just my opinion. I, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I don't think that they would. I don't think they can, really. Yeah, no, um, it wouldn't fit into the, like, the themes and stuff like that because it's just so much energy is centered around Deadpool whenever he's on screen. You just can't tie him in with other characters. It's yeah. impossible. It's literally not the move. What I like about Deadpool though, is that it's very different. And obviously it was done by a completely different studio. And at the time Disney didn't have the rights and whatever, whatever, but it's such a breath of fresh air, you know, going into Deadpool after having years of Marvel's, you know, just cinematic history, which isn't bad. It's just, you get used to it. So you're like, oh, okay, I, I kind of know what to expect going into this movie. Even if you don't know how the movie ends up turning out, I think the biggest, like, what the fuck moment they've ever had has been in the, uh, that, the second to last adventure movie. Uh, not Endgame. Uh, Infinity War? That one. Because you just didn't expect that ending and everybody's like, oh, shit. But, I mean you know, it all gets undone. So you, you know that's going to happen. And, and I mean, that's that's the perfect example of like Marvel. With Deadpool, I didn't know what to expect. Ryan Reynolds kept me on the edge of my seat the entire time because I was like, you know what? I mean, like, yeah, I like, I don't know. I don't they were know. just very true to the character. Like they and, were just very, very true to the character. Like they, they it's imagine if they wouldn't have made it uh, Raider, Raider R. R. You know? like, yeah, like, no. That would have been a very, no. very failed attempt, which is... um. I don't know, which is something that, you know, I struggle with whenever we talk about Venom because you like Venom and I don't really, I'm not too fond of it. I wouldn't want to see it integrated with the Marvel Universe, but it seems that that's where they're going. And I don't know how they're going to do that because I feel like they just took that opportunity of making Venom, which is one of Spider-Man's biggest villains, villains, if not the biggest. And they kind of put him on our good side. So... Okay, so the thing about where that, could that go? You know, it's it's just I feel like it's a missed opportunity, and it, they they fired that cannon way too quickly just to make a Venom movie, which they didn't really have to. I I would have much rather like I enjoy, I enjoy the movie. Okay. It's, it's a watchable movie. There is some cool things in it, but I would have much rather had an actual bad guy Venom first. You get me? Right, but I mean the 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 real thing like the thing with Venom is that like in the comics, he started off as kind of a bad. But like he then turned into this anti-hero type of role. And the reason why he and Spider-Man fight is, well, linked to the fact that uh, Venom's a jealous girlfriend and wants Spider-Man back. So he gets another host and he's like, well, we're going to fuck him up. But, uh, oh, can I curse? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it also comes from him being willing to kill people and do what Spider-Man can't. And that's why Spider-Man and him don't get along because he's like, hey, you shouldn't kill people. And he's like, well, I'm going to eat his head off. So like, you're not going to stop me. I understand why they did with what they did with Venom. Like, I, I don't like the fact that it's not rated R. I think that really hurt the movie. But the best part about that movie is Venom. It's Venom and Tom Hardy. 
It's the relationship like, that they have, correct. Exactly, which is what I wanted. And in the second movie, I want more of that. The issue with Venom that I had was the bad guy. It was a basic Marvel bad guy. That it was very formulaic. It was just a bad version of the main character, which we've seen a million times. Exactly. And they, after they, everything, we're just going to forget Riot, you know? Like, yeah. It's not like a lot of people was his about name? Riot. Yeah, Riot. I didn't even know it. <laughs> exactly. It's not, like, it's not like we're going to remember him. He was just the bad version of the good guy, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. Why, that's why, like, I feel like that's definitely why some of uh, superheroes' biggest villains are very, very different than the actual superhero. And that's what makes him stand out. Like Lex Luthor, he's literally a dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker is nothing like Batman. You know, things like that. It's just, you have to you have to take that into consideration. And a lot of Marvel movies lack, like I can name you so many, like Ant-Man. The first Ant-Man was literally the, what was the guy's name? Um, the, no, that's the girl. Yeah, the, not oh. the Wasp. But you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, whatever his name was, you know, another forgettable villain was just a bad version of the good guy. But that's where we are, and that's the state of um, Marvel. But I think Marvel really only had three mem- memorable villains. Three. I mean, are you going to say, like, Thanos? You're going to say uh, Vulture? You're going to say, and Loki? But is Loki really a villain like that? I mean, Loki, Loki started off as a villain, but we've grown to like actually care for the character because of his integration in the other movies. But is he really a villain? Or are you going to say like, like um, Killmonger? I'd say Killmonger. I don't like the Black Panther movie all too much. I didn't like how extreme they made Killmonger, but I like the fact that they made him extreme. And it was yeah. just like... That was okay. It, but yeah, like it was... It was necessary for that movie, and I think that he is a standout. He's less of a standout than the other two, Thanos, Thanos and, and, and Vulture. But like he, he was still like, oh, okay, they're fighting for the same thing, just in a different way. And I love that. That, that was done well. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed. The only problem I had with Black Panther was just the CGI was really off-putting yeah. at some points. So, you know, that kind of throws you off the movie. But overall, it was enjoyable. Plus, they made a re- like Kendrick Lamar made the soundtrack, and it was such a bomb soundtrack. Like that's mm-hmm. that's something that you know rarely gets done nowadays, and I think that you know studios should do that more often. Uh, like mix mix the world of music and artists into yeah yeah into this because you know great things can happen and great things happen, and that's why Black Panther was so successful. But either way, back to the X Men. Um, what would you why, like? It's it's just I can't even picture Marvel. Like, I know Marvel is definitely planning this out as we speak. Like, how are they going to do the X-Men? How are they going to integrate that world into the Marvel Universe? But an X-Men movie is so... They're so extreme in a way. Like, the the bad guy has to be so powerful and has to be, like, such a... Not world-ending plot, but it has to be very extreme to for these people to, like, to have to team up all at once. You know, or you, you just can't take an X-Men movie and have, like two of the X-Men go and like have it be the entire right. movie. Yeah. Um, so like what I would say is that you introduce the main, the big bad. So someone like Magneto, um, but you don't have him be the ultimate bad. So for, for the first couple of movies, at least 
And what I mean by that is you, you deal with the whole um, brotherhood. So uh, the X-Men is really cool because what they deal with is racism, essentially. It's, it's um, mutants versus humans. And they often go through these civil wars because humans hate mutants just because they're different. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I mean, it's our DNA, you know, like, like we can't do anything about it. Um, but they're criticized. They're often put into camps. They're, they're basically treated like, like dirt. And so uh, there's two ways of handling it. Uh, there's the Professor X way of handling it, which is, okay, well, I'm going to create a school for mutants and I'm going to show them that we can love and, and, and show to the world that we are good things and not just like abominations. And then you have Magneto's way, which is, fuck them. They hate us, we hate them. And so you, you kind of have this, uh, this extra, like this, these two varying levels of extreme because Xavier. Obviously 100% correct, but we've already seen that. But that, that's the only way that they can do it without that's it. That's the problem. That's cheap. the problem. Like what, <laughs> like what, it, I don't like, I've yet to, in my mind, I've yet to form a good enough plot that we've like something different because like you said, we've had an entire X-Men universe. Like if anything, the X-Men movies were, which is they were, they were the starting point of superhero movies. Like, yeah. we, like they, they were the, they were literally step one into what we have today. So yeah. we've had all these years of development of, of like good guys, bad guys, and the semi good guys who don't like, you know, like you said, the, the problem with racism essentially in the X-Men universe, we've seen that we've explored that. And I feel like Marvel is going to change that up because then it's just going to be repetitive. Like for example, what they did with Spider-Man, it's not like they give us a whole origin story again. They took it from this point, but you see now it's just how do they integrate that? Like what, what, what what could they possibly do to like, be like, okay, yeah, we've been there all along. So where were we? Or you oh, get me? Oh, easy. Um, are they going to use Thanos? Are, you, are they going to use this whole event? Like, what do you think is going to happen? I think for that, um, Doctor Strange might get pulled into this a little bit, but uh, there's going to be... Okay, wait, wait, parentheses. Did you see the title for the next Doctor Strange movie? No. Dude, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. How fucking okay. badass does that sound? And you know the who's directing Multiverse it? of Madness, yeah. Um, is it not Taika? I thought it was Sam Raimi. Is it? Yeah, it is Sam Raimi. It is. It is, yeah, it it is. is. So people are like, oh, we might see, you know, his yeah, yeah. Spider-Man mm -hmm. show up. And that would be really cool. But, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like... I think we will. I think we definitely will see. Yeah? Yeah, because... At, in least the, cameo, at least a cameo or something. Because in the trailer for Morbius, we had we talked about this, like, two weeks ago or a week ago. Um which I don't have, you still haven't watched it, have you? No, no. It's okay. The trailer for Morbius, um, obviously Morbius is set within the Marvel universe. You see a poster of Sam Raimi, Spider-Man. Like it's there. It's literally, it's, it's, it's there. It's very, it's very clear that that's Sam Raimi, Spider-Man. So why but is that there? Is it a poster of like the movie, like Spider-Man 2? No, 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 no. It's just, like it's just a post because in this universe, which is like the Morbius at the end of the trailer, you see the vulture. Like, you see, um, what's this guy's name? Wow, I'm really blanking. Michael Keaton? Yeah, you see Keaton. him. He, he's, he's making, um, wait, what did you just call him? Keaton? 
Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, so you see him at the end of the trailer as like, a, oh shit, that's the Vulture. Like he is playing the Vulture character and he talks to Michael Morbius. And um, so, you're, okay, so that means these universes are definitely intertwined somehow. But the thing about it is that you do see Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. It's just a poster, obviously not a movie poster. It's just a poster of him. Like, I wish I could, I wish we were in the same room so I could just show you. That is, um, okay. Now I might actually have to watch the trailer. It, yeah, it, and it doesn't look, like, to me, it doesn't look like a good movie. It looks okay. kind of eh. But um, just these connections that, like, maybe, like, get me excited for the future. But staying with that, I feel like Marvel, Marvel as a studio is getting a little bit, like, they're hyping themselves up too much. Like, yeah. I feel like they're doing so many things that it's actually a little dangerous because, you know, for example, the big buildup to Avengers Endgame, Infinity War, that was amazing. Like, the first yeah. 10 years of this, great, awesome storytelling. But now we're getting into a whole other universe. Yeah. Like, they're doing a lot. The Eternals is supposed to come out this, this, um, this year. So we're definitely going to get a trailer for that. And that's just opening up another door to so much. And I'm a little scared that they do too much and kind of fuck up their universe. Like, it's just like, for example, like Captain Marvel, like they needed a quick way to introduce Captain Marvel. And that felt very DC ish of them to do. It's like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this movie right before Endgame comes out just so we can have Captain Marvel. And like, boom like it's not i don't worry i don't care that she was away doing other missions and that's why she wasn't in the previous movies like whatever it doesn't it doesn't bother me whatsoever but that was just like i said very dc of them to do it's just we're gonna throw in this movie if you like it you don't like it i mean it was very i personally i wouldn't watch it again (laughs) but um i don't know how i felt about that so i'm a little scared for marvel within the next 10 years to see what they're gonna do because they could get get in like way over their heads and kind of you know they might it might seem like they're actually doing more quantity over quality and i feel like that's the biggest that's my biggest concern here's what i'm thinking that they can do uh uh, because like there is the issue to quantity versus quality and like you see it with the amount of big names that they're trying to put out there and they're like oh look we're we're getting all the superhero characters come watch our shit but i mean you know as of the recent years they've been putting out quality on top of quality with a few exceptions like captain marvel i personally hate that movie it's one of my worst marvel movies um sits right up there with iron man 2 do not like her I mean, Iron Man 2 had that cool scene at the end when they were back to back. Like, no one can deny that that was a badass scene. Just that the rest, and, of, and, just the rest the of the movie was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, it was just like very forgettable. It was like, okay, nice childhood memory of me watching it. Exactly. But other than that, it's okay. Or like the first Captain America movie. Like, you are oh. awake through that. No. I went to watch it in theaters and I forgot what movie I was watching. It was like Thor 1 and Thor 2. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because i remember i watched the first captain america bootleg <laughs> i was i was uh, somewhere in hialeah and i was just uh my parents were doing something at a clinic or something and there was a dude selling bootleg movies outside and i'm like oh captain america for five dollars i guess Bet. yeah and it was actually the worst quality ever i felt like i was watching something that was filmed on a brick like straight up but whatever but i mean like honestly even if you watched it in high quality it was 
it was just like one of those movies that you knew were going to get you hyped. To, like the ending where he wakes up in modern day. The best takes, part of the movie. That's, yeah. it, it's just one of those movies that you know, the like you're just waiting for the post credit scene. Yeah, you were just, yeah. And that's the same thing with Ant-Man, the second Ant-Man, because you knew these everyone was going to disappear and he was going to somehow tie into um, Endgame. Same, pretty much same thing with Captain Marvel. The ending when she appears in the in the in the scene at Endgame. Yeah. Um, let me see. What was another good uh, version of this? Um, what was the movie that at the end? I think at the end one of the one of the Marvel movies had an end credit scene that was a scene straight out of uh, Civil War. It could, oh. Uh... Where they had Bucky captured. Where Cap and Falcon had Bucky captured, and that was a scene straight out of Civil War. I forgot exactly which one it was. It could have been Winter. I don't know if it was Winter Soldier. No, it definitely wasn't Iron Man 3. It could have been Winter Soldier, but it could. I feel like the timing is wrong for Winter Soldier. What happened in the end of Black Panther? Was that when Bucky came out looking like Jesus? Yeah. 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 Which is also hype. Yeah, I mean... But I mean, he just had a gun. But what? but I mean, this this <laughs> this like, happens a lot. This happens a lot. Like I remember, we had that conversation like all those years back at the era at the end of Thor Ragnarok, um, where where they're in the ship and then Thanos like he appears. Yes. Oh and, yes. And we all knew shit was about to go down. I just like, wish we got to see Thanos clap them, dude. That was like the one misstep. I wanted them clapped. I didn't want to start it with them clapped. I wanted to see them get clapped. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, it was definitely awesome. Marvel. Marvel's, you see, it's like, this is why I'm scared. Because we've gotten so much quality from Marvel that it's a little iffy. And it, I'm excited for certain titles like the next Thor movie. I think it's called Thor Love and Lightning. Yeah. And that sounds badass. You know, it's like after Ragnarok, they can't have a shitty thor movie it's impossible. you know what we're getting female thor i know i yeah. know natalie portman yeah <laughs> shout out natalie portman this is gonna be badass it's just it, it feels like such a long time to wait but like before you know it we're gonna be sitting watching the movie yeah but i um, mean i don't know i have to see what they're gonna be doing because like like 10 years is a long time and they don't do anything to deviate from something that we've already known It'll be fine for the first couple of movies, but like I can't do another ten years of like the same movie, just different. They will. They will. I trust. I trust Marvel and their innovation. I feel like they're. In- I, I think so too. And to go back onto the X Men thing, we can have them sort of be rejected by the Avengers. I feel like because it would have to be some sort of conflict for them to be rejected by the Avengers. I would say that, um, so, well, what did the Avengers end with? Uh, spoilers, no Tony, uh, no Cap, and everybody else is, uh, no, no, no Wit, no Scarlett Johansson. So, I mean, maybe, depending on how- She's definitely coming back. back. Like, or maybe I, she doesn't. I mean, who knows? But I mean, Black, Black Widow looks like a good movie because I actually really like the cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm scared that it could be a little cheesy in terms of her jumping out of a whole ass aircraft and fighting in the midair. Let me see how they do that first. But it, everything, everything, an action flick, like, you yeah, know, everything else, everything else looks badass. And I'm really excited for that movie. Um, it was actually supposed to come out sometime this week, but um, coronavirus, but either way. That's, but that's, um, like I was saying, if, if the leadership role 
falls onto Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel or whatever her name is, if that if she becomes the new leader of the Avengers, she's a very oppressive type of character. Um, and I mean, you see that she's very full of herself. She believes that like she is the shit because I mean, you know, she's an Infinity Stone essentially. So she's like, oh, like everybody's gonna listen to me, and if they don't, I'm gonna fucking obliterate them. I could see her having some form of disagreement with some of the mutants, which would cause a a war between them. You know, she doesn't get along with a, a certain type of mutant or whatever. She's like, nah. Maybe Charles, for example, and then Charles comes back to the X Men. He's like, "Yo, we don't but know." But such they're such opposing forces. Like, how can you say no to Charles? Like, and they yeah, all—that's another that's, thing. That's, that's another strange. thing. It's like they have to do Charles very right, and I don't doubt that they—they they, they will do Charles right. Like, I, I don't I can, want I can bet my life on it. Of Charles, I want James McAvoy back as Charles. I wish. But that's not gonna happen. I know, but I want him back. Like I, I'm not prepared. I know we're not gonna get Wolverine for a while. Um, Definitely for a long time. We're not. The gonna dudes Wolverine. at at Marvel were like, "Oh, hey Hugh Jackman, you want to come back and be our Wolverine?" And he was like, "Nah." But Doctor Doom, though, and we haven't heard anything else about that. So if our Doctor Doom ends up being Hugh Jackman. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I'd be super hyped. I'd be like, yeah. I mean, we're definitely, like, it's been confirmed that we're going to see the, the Fantastic Four very soon, way sooner yeah. than the X-Men. Yeah, yeah. Getting onto that, could we finally see a good Fantastic Four no. movie? I no. think we will. I think we will. Here's the thing. I think that they're going to do to the Fantastic Four what they did to the Hulk. What did they so, do to the Hulk? I mean, they did a lot to the Hulk. Like, they did the, a lot to the Hulk. When was oh, the I hate Hulk what they did movie. to the Hulk. No, but they, they said, like, it, it's, it's been announced. It's like the Fantastic Four are coming in the next phase. Like, it, it's, it's just any time. Like, at any of these movies that are going to come out, trust me, at the end credit scene, we're going to see a hint. Because we saw at the end of um, Far From Home, uh, in that little end credit scene, there was a poster in the background that said uh, something fa- – <sighs> I forgot what it said. Be- but it said it, it was hinting at the Fantastic Four, for sure. Like, I know that we're going to get a Fantastic Four. But what I'm saying is, I don't know if they're going to give us a movie because... Not yet. But they will hint at it. I, but what I'm saying is, even, even, if, like, even with the hint, I, I feel like they might bring the Fantastic Four in with somebody else. I, I'm not sure they'll give them their own standalone because like, the whole issue that happened with the Hulk... Not yet. I don't think they'll give them a standalone yet. ...came out to be shit. And then they were like, okay, well, I mean, the second one wasn't even that bad, The Incredible Hulk, but like uh, Edward Norton and then issues and this and that. And I don't even think that movie did that well. I want to touch on that later. But either way, I, like, I, I completely agree with you. I don't think they'll give them their first standalone movie like yet. Like, I think they're going to do something like what they did with Spider-Man. They're going to they're gonna, like introduce him in like not his own movie. Yeah, and yeah. And then they're going to give and him their own movie. lead into their own movie, yeah. Which is going to be interesting because, I mean, that's, that's sometime in the next three years, you know. Like, so I'm pretty pumped for that. But we'll yeah. see. Um, do you think John Krasinski can play Mr. Fantastic or do you think that's just the media? I think he would be a better Dr. Doom. John Krasinski? Yeah. What? Yeah. How? Him? Have you seen him with a beard? Yeah, but I don't see him as that menacing... 
Like if like they gotta do Doctor Doom Doom right, man. Like they gotta they gotta do that dude some justice. Doctor Doom like slapped the fuck out of Thanos in the comic books. We just need <laughs> like, an actor who can have like really good intense eyes, like good emotion through the eyes. So I don't know. I I feel like because there's gonna be a certain point where after he puts on the mask, you're not really gonna like. At least I don't think we're gonna see him without that mask. After that mask goes on, the whoever gets cast as that actor like whatever actor it is i feel like the emotion is going to have to be portrayed through the voice i have a couple people that i think could do it how about this sometime this week let's let's make a separate thing about may 15th like we we get like uh like maybe like three or four actors that we think would do good and then we just argue why you get me okay Okay, i like that yeah sometime this week because obviously we can't do everything in one podcast but um because it's just such a good role and i have a couple people that i think would would kill it as Doctor Doom. Yeah? I really do. I really do. Because, like, something like that, like, you know, menacing people, good, like, eye visuals, and it's just something that actually has to be scary. can't be, like, that crap. Whatever whatever the fuck we got in the last Fantastic Four movie. All right, but that wasn't even that director's fault it wasn't it, it was just it was just it went it went wrong like it, yeah, it sometimes yeah. sometimes it just but the casting wasn't bad I, it wasn't I bad it wasn't I, bad there were certain casts where i was like like i didn't like uh the girl who played invisible girl or invisible woman and i wasn't really a fan of the human torch um but i liked i mean honestly the only it, it just it's just there was no there was no character buildup. there was just you get their powers and you throw them into the story and it just feels like a mess. That the movie had no. Really like though was uh, the the guy who played the um, Mr. Fantastic. Miles Teller, yeah, he did good. I, I don't mind the cast, but um, it's just there was just a lot wrong with the movie, and that's what kind of ruined it because it had potential. It really uh-huh. did have potential. Yeah, but yeah. It just got you know destroyed by the studio. Everything that can go wrong with making a superhero movie, so that's that's really unfortunate. Yeah, but. Let's go back to let's let's go back to Hulk. Okay. Okay, so the Incredible Hulk, as in pretty much the first Marvel movie ever. Because <laughs> think about it. That was pretty much the like at the end you see Tony. Yeah. Um Yeah, I remember. See man, this is they did Hulk dirty and not in that movie, just throughout. Yeah, yeah, they did. Just throughout. Throughout just the throughout. entire franchise. Like of because because I love going back, you know, like it's just things we do as superhero fans. We go back and we watch our favorite scenes on YouTube sometimes yeah. when we're bored. And I go back and I go watch him fight the abomination. Amazing. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's Hulk. Like choking him out with the chain and everything is so good. Like right? peace, like getting two cars and like getting a car ripping it in half and using it as boxing gloves. Yes. Dude. Like that's Hulk. That's, that's the Hulk that we that, that's right comic there. book shit. That's yeah. uh video game shit. Like that's Hulk. Yeah. And then we, you know, fast forward a couple years, and this dude gets pieced up by Thanos in a couple seconds. Dude, the last Come time we saw on, him man. was Avengers 2. Nobody remembers Avengers 2. Avengers 1, he had a, cool, a couple cool scenes, you know? That's my secret cap. Yeah. I'm always angry. I love that. I love that. Thor Ragnarok, I guess he fought a dog or something. The, see, that's, then- that's, that's right there, that point in Thor Ragnarok is where I feel like they've ruined the Hulk. But key points, four action scenes, really, with the Hulk. And then he gets pieced up by Thanos. And we never see him fight again. Tell me, tell me though, like, if it was the Hulk from the Incredible Hulk, like, you take that Hulk and you put him against that Thanos at that very moment, 
Thanos would have to have done some incredible shit to beat that Hulk. Because, 100%. Because that Hulk is pure rage. There is no way he loses just off like strength. Nobody's, nobody is going to beat that Hulk. So just, they pussified the Hulk. Like as soon as he got pieced up by Thanos, by like a couple like, like combos. Yo, he straight took him into MMA though. He, he took him in the cage and blah, blah, blah. See, but that's so bad, man. Even even the Hulk from Avengers one, it was yeah. just yeah, he it was, was way like deadlier, than way deadlier, thousand percent deadlier. It's just like they ruined the Hulk, and even Mark Ruff, Ruffalo's acting in Thor Ragnarok changed completely as Bruce Banner. He had changed so much. Like it, I, it's it became, if you go back and see from Avengers one to Thor Ragnarok, how he acts, Bruce, this Bruce Banner character. And, like, it's one of those things that, again, it's not really his fault. It could be the writing. It's just two completely different characters. I feel like they just – they made him so much, like, soft. Like, this is a genius. Yeah. This, is, this is, like yeah. – even, even in the second Avengers, I, th- I feel like the second Avengers, that's when Mark Ruffalo was, like, really good as Hulk. Like, he was really dealing with that duality of I'm a, oh, dangerous, yeah. I'm a dangerous being. And, like, think about Hulk – oh, what, we're literally forgetting one of the best action pieces, Hulk versus Iron Man in that second Avengers movie. Yes. Like that was oh, that was an enraged God. Hulk, man. Like the, <laughs> a whole building collapsing because of Are that. Are you kidding me? If anything, that was like think think about it. When you were watching the trailer for that movie, like all those months back, and they they just put a little piece of the fight, and that you knew oh, the Hulkbuster yeah. was like you knew that shit was gonna go down, and when you watched it, it didn't disappoint. Yeah, that's Hulk. Yeah, that's Hulk. Not whatever we got after Ragnarok. I, I don't know why they, I, I guess it was because they were like, oh, we got to show that Thanos is a bad dude. But like, they could have, you know, done something with the Hulk and been like, oh, okay, well, now that he's Bruce Banner, you know, he's going to fuck him up. And- you know, I think they ran into an issue. I think they, since they wanted Thanos to be this really bad guy, they can't just have Hulk like matches power or even like limit like in terms of physical strength yeah nobody could really beat thanos so they had to do something with the hulk and sadly they had to just nerf him because think about it you can't have a strong ass character like the hulk you know in the comic books it's it's just dude that hulk is literally one of the most powerful characters right but he just got bodied like it wasn't even a match thanos was like oh that's cute now let me show you what's up and he showed exactly. him up, and then Hulk turned into a pussy for the rest of the of, of the the last what two movies that we had. Oh my god! And then just Endgame Hulk, man, not the move, not the move. That's not that's, that's not my Hulk. That's no, not, my Hulk. not my Hulk. Not <laughs> hashtag my Hulk. not my Hulk, man. That's not my Hulk. I, I don't would. want that. I don't want that. They better fix him or do something with him that's actually valid because it's such an inch. Like the thing is, they've said they're never gonna do a Hulk movie. But give us some rage. Give us something that, you know, is actually going to be interesting yeah, when it I, comes to that character. I want to know what they're going to do with him in phase two. Because now that he has a baby arm, like, <laughs> what are they going to do, man? They got to do something. They, they can't just do him dirty like they did. We got to see him. Like, I wanted the next Avengers movie because we all know it's going to happen. Or whatever, the next team movie. I want to see incredible hulk man i want to see some something that just brings out straight up rage yeah like like maybe like maybe like maybe we don't see him for a while but then the next big big bad guy is like winning 
but like he's really winning like he destroyed hella people no one could beat him and then like bruce banner shows up after years of not seeing him full-on beard just, and like yes, and just think just think about that like you can picture something like that it's like all hope is lost bruce banner comes out straight up beard he's like ah oh, shit i'm turning into the hulk and we get like world ender hulk right there fight to the death this is so badass that would be insane destroys the bad guy i want him but who can be the next bad guy man who could be the next bad like dr doom they could be doctor and dr doom are are what's happening so i think galactus is going how can you i understand that we're getting into like the whole space aspect of the marvel universe yeah how can you do the galactus right though like how can you do galactus right in terms of he's gonna be thanos but he's gonna be the new Thanos. He's gonna be the the ten seven year. I whatever. see that, but in a, in a sense of scale, Galactus is such a big character that it could it could look funky. Oh yeah, have, but I mean they have to like, do this right. Somehow. By that point, I mean it's gonna be like what if we go another ten years? Let's say it'll be twenty thirty one when we finally actually get like Galactus, Galactus, Galactus. So I mean, I I, I can see them like having like better cgi better whatever oh, for sure for sure it's so, just i don't know it's just something that i like to think about it's like how how are they gonna do that like how they're gonna build i trust it up them with, i trust them silver surfer they're gonna build it up with i'm, ex- I'm excited for the silver surfer or whatever version of silver surfer you're gonna get because in my opinion he's one of my favorite marvel characters he's like so overall. cool looking he is he is so bad and he's so powerful like yeah he, like he is literally one of the most powerful people in terms of like, like pe- people underrate him, underestimate him. But if you really study the Silver Surfer, that dude is pretty much limitless. Yeah, like yeah, he's pretty much it. limitless. It's funny because that brings um, that's gonna bring up part of the next point. Um, but either way, I mean, I enjoyed watching the Silver Surfer in the second Fantastic Four movie, even though the movie itself was like, eh. I yeah. still enjoy the Silver Surfer, like just this character and. He's, he was just a badass. Like I wanted Silver Surfer toys. <laughs> I, I like the Fantastic Four movies, the first two. I, I like genuinely like them. I, I watch them. They're like a guilty pleasure of mine. I know they're not good, and I know I shouldn't, but like I love them. We they're, all have those movies. I mean, for me, one of my childhood, one of my favorite childhood movies was definitely X Men: The Last Stand, which is a third yeah. one. I I enjoy the fuck out of the movie because it brings back childhood memories. I don't look at it as a cinematic. I don't look at it with my cinematic brain. I just look at it as as a, a like, a guilty pleasure yeah like it's it's just like a, oh okay let, let's go into this for fun yeah exactly yeah, and the yeah. same thing with i mean no x-men 2 was very very solid but um i came to realize that now as a grown pert like as to someone who you know i study pretty i study film but um I, I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie when i was little like the x-men 2 and 3 were just amazing something yeah. another movie that goes um uh over a lot of people's heads is um x-men the one he was the Wolverine when he's in Japan. Oh, the Wolverine. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I love that movie. I love that movie. I think that movie did the Wolverine right. Right, um, right, yeah. I understand that people had a problem with the Silver. Um, his name is the Silver Samurai, right? Yeah, yeah, the Silver Samurai. I understand that people had a problem with him. But overall, before he gets to that point, I think it's a very, very solid movie. Mm-hmm. Like when he finally gets cured. And he takes the thing out and the dude stabs him with the sword and he just takes it out. And that shot of the moon behind him and him taking out the sword. Yeah. And he's just, uh, uh, pleasurable, man. That movie pleasurable. did the Wolverine, right? It showed him vicious. It showed him just like a, at, a, at his weakest, at, a, at his weakest. 
and it was PG thirteen, and they they still somehow managed to make me go like, oh shit. Yeah. And for some reason, it gets it gets forgotten by a lot of people. But whatever, people like us are the ones that are gonna continue the legacy of the Wolverine. And I don't even want to talk about Logan because we can talk about Logan yeah, for years. Yeah, no. But I was gonna I was gonna say um, the point that I was bringing up before. Um, I was recently watching because you know, like just growing up, part of the things that we do is like you know we we see we just watch videos on who can beat who, either like different characters from different worlds of whatever, and. Um, yesterday not yesterday like two days ago i was watching a screw attack video you know are you familiar with screw attack they're the of people course, who do yeah. yeah they did a kakashi versus obi-wan kenobi yeah have you watched that that is the the newest one and no i, yeah, I have yeah. not so i watched it because i was very curious because it's a random matchup I, yeah that's opinion. how i thought yeah I would, that's why i haven't watched it i'm like i don't know how i feel about that i mean to me, the answer was pretty obvious at first. Okay. What do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say Obi-Wan. No. You thought Kakashi? How is Kakashi not going to beat Obi-Wan Kenobi, dude? Obi-Wan I- is a Jedi. He's strong <laughs> as dick. Okay. Do you want me to spoil it? Yeah. Okay. Obi-Wan won. Fuck yeah. But. I knew it. I knew it. I don't, dude. But like sometimes Screw Attack, they just get these ran, like they get these facts that are somehow they're, they're canon, right? They're just on a comic book or on the, books uh, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And I understand that you know the character did that, and that shows the actual strength. But putting into perspective, how fast is Kakashi, dude? Like. I understand Jedi have like hyper awareness of speed and things like that. Uh-huh. But Kakashi is just so like, he's the old, he's one of the greatest ninja like ever. He split a lightning bolt in half, like lightning <laughs> struck and he split it in half. That's how he got lightning blade. So wouldn't he be able to just split a lightsaber in half? Okay, now we're getting into no, no. I feel like okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing. That's just something that I thought about. That's just something that I thought about. But it's like, but you get me. It's just like I like from my first watch. I was like, how is Kakashi not gonna win? Right. Okay. And it's just it's just one it shutting also, gun. Not also, when he had both. It's just one shutting gun. And it's just like I get a Jedi are against mind tricks, and I understand why they match them up. You know, it's like that you have a guy who can literally, you know, fuck. They both can fuck with people's minds in a yeah, certain yeah. way. But I mean, just Kakashi seems so much stronger with what what we've actually seen him do. Kakashi I mean, is a fucking it, badass. If, if it dude, depends he was on a, like what you see, because if you dive into like the extended universe of like Star Wars, you're right. You're very, and that's exactly what they did. And yeah. I don't blame them for that because they they just have to find the source of power, like the actual like how strong is this person at their like peak. Yeah, and I totally. You know, I totally understand that. I just think it's unrealistic that Kakashi would not win against Obi-Wan. He's a whole-ass ninja. I mean, but he's like a whole-ass knight. Obi-Wan's a knight. So it's knight versus ninja. And, and then that that's just kind of like, both of them are mystical. Both of them are full of shit. Um, I mean, come on. I, I'm surprised they didn't use Kakashi with the two eyes. But, but but that's because Kakashi didn't always have the two eyes, and even at the end of that battle, it's not like he kept them. Yeah, he became Hokage, like just like that. He became Hokage. That's so so. I mean, 
Okay, no. I feel like that's that was a good that was actually a good battle because you can't really put in other people from Naruto universe to fight Obi-Wan like that. Yeah. Because then it would be too easy for Obi-Wan like like Zabusa against Obi-Wan is an instant rap. But like here's what I think they should do. I think they should stop grabbing anime characters because it's just like like when you try and compare them to like comic book characters, they either look very very strong and always end up losing, at least in every death battle. Or they're just too weak, like Goku versus Superman. You know, you have a man who is breaking limits, and then you have a man who has no limits. And, like, you know... Till this day, I'm still going to be Team Superman. I... And I agree with that fight. I think it they, ended- they need They need to update it, though, because since then, Goku has become stronger... But you could also fall into the same argument of breaking limits against no limits. Exactly. Like, that, that's the thing. If you are unlimited and someone is breaking those limits, they are going to continue to break those limits, but they're not going to be limitless because they have that limit and then they have to train in order to break that. In a death battle, you don't have the training time. You just go at it. Mm-hmm. And no matter how strong Goku gets, Superman will always be stronger. And that's the sad part. Man, so many people would disagree with you on that. Because I just feel like a lot of people don't want to look at the the valid facts that Superman yeah, really it, is. It's that Goku's also like a hero to them. Think about it. Like you grow up with him. You're like, oh, you know. And, and it's like, I don't and want my you hero. could attest to that because, I, I mean, you love Dragon Ball Z. Like mm-hmm. that's, just, that's, your, that's one of your shits. You know, like, yeah. that's the, you, just, you just love Dragon Ball Z. But you can see how – but also the problem is – Goku is someone like it's easy to follow his journey to become stronger. Superman is a is just a figure in the media. Yeah. It's like when you picture Superman, you just picture Superman. You don't see you never unless you're like really love going in depth into comics and in the movies and things like that. You're always going to see Superman are a pretty base form. But what Screw Attack does is like unless you don't watch these videos, you're just going to see Superman at a basic power level. You're never going to see Superman as like a Superman Prime 1000 and things like that. So it's just, I understand why a lot of people disagree that Superman could be Goku. But I, I've just, you know, we've, we've had this conversation since like 11th grade. Yeah. Like years on years on years on years. And it's just impossible. And I've actually flipped. I was on the Goku side. And then, you know, I started doing more research. And I'm like, yo, this guy's actually ridiculous. I'm sorry. And then I have to give it to Superman. I understand why people look at Goku and they're like, he could, but like, he can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's sad, but it's, I mean, it's, would you say that Goku's number two? In what? Just like, other than Superman, can he beat anybody else? Uh, but it depends on like what we're talking about because like comic books are ridiculous. Like, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about Dr. Manhattan because Dr. Manhattan is just another. That's that's all. I don't even know how Superman can beat Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people don't even remember Dr. Manhattan as this powerful being. Exactly. So, but like, they're, they're, I, I would say like, like if we're talking like, like for example, like just base. So we're talking like you know Superman at base, Incredible Hulk at base. I think Goku can hang with the Incredible Hulk. I think Goku could could hang with him. You know? I think Goku could annihilate the Incredible. Yeah, Hulk. yeah. Hulk has been knocked out before. Goku could do it. Yeah, um, but like against things like like cosmic Spider-Man, you know, which if you don't know, he's basically Superman Prime or mm-hmm. Superman whatever ten thousand whatever it is. He he can't. 
because those are literal goats, gods. Yeah, they're gods. Are, like you've they, just achieved godlike. They feats. alter the rules of the universe. Like Goku can't do that. You know, he's never been shown to be able to break past that. So I'm sorry, it just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'll take this, I'll, I'll clip this little piece and put it as a separate video, like I've been doing for my other podcast, just so like maybe other people with a similar interest stum- stumble upon it and they disagree with you and you can fight with them in the comments. I would love to <laughs> bring it on. Why, why would Goku not be able to, why can Goku hang with Superman? He can't, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely one of those arguments that is just never going to be let go. Yeah. And I, I will, I will, I will stand by my, my statement though. It's okay. I mean, to each their own, right? It's, it's everyone's opinion. That's, ah, but it sucks because it's not really an opinion. It's just straight up facts. Like it's, it's fact. facts. It's, it's facts. facts. It's facts. It's facts. Like it's stone facts. cold facts. Yes. Goku has lost. So, I mean, Superman, he's gotten beat, but he comes back and he like, doesn't really change. He's just like, what's up? I'm stronger now. Cause like, I, I rested in the sun for like three more seconds. Goku literally has to go through like 14 training arcs to get there, you know? That's a very valid point. Just think about how much it takes to be inside the sun for like years. The sun. The whole ass sun. <laughs> Goku has not fought a sun. Either way, they, that can transition us into like other really powerful characters like One Punch Man. Like One Punch Man was made to be limitless. So yeah. it's, uh, that's also unfair to patch, match him up against anybody because I, he is literally limitless. You, we don't know his limits. And we've had this as a conversation before. It's a shade to like nobody knows his limits. So this guy is basically indestructible. So here's what I would argue. I would argue that Superman can beat One Punch Man. And the reason why mm-hmm. is because, yes, these two are lim- unlimited forces. But I went back and watched season one of One Punch Man. But we haven't even seen his ultimate power. We don't even know if he has an ultimate power. But he had to hold his breath when he was in space. So that means that we know he has to breathe. We don't know. What if he let go of his breath and he's like, ah, okay. No, he was like, oh, shit, I'm in space. I can't breathe. What what if that was just his normal human emotion? Be like, oh, shit. I guess. Think about it. Like, I mean, I haven't watched season two, so I have no like testament if there's anything other like that we haven't seen of him. They're building have. to to fight him. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But I mean, just one punch man. Like Saitama is one of the greatest, if not like he's just definitely like top five. Yeah. Because you yeah. just it, it, like he was literally made to be top five. Yeah. He was made. It's just I love. I just love the part where he just jumps from the earth to the moon. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> so cool. He's like, oh, gotta go back, bro. How do you do that? How do you do that? Tell me. Like, just I mean, from the moon to the earth, you're like, all right, I guess, like, I have to jump back. Yeah, and then you just do it. Like that. Nah. You know how strong your legs have to be. Jeez. How strong your body has to be to be able to withstand the G forces of you literally just. Badass. Back to Earth. Badass. Badass. He pushes it off its axis. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised that he could do that. He probably can if he just, you know. And I wish I knew more anime in this case because, like, obviously I know, like, my hero has some pretty strong people as well. They're not. They're not as strong? As Saitama? No. Oh, okay. The, the strongest we got. I mean, I didn't, I, didn't expect them to, I didn't expect them to be as strong as Saitama because that's just, like, unfair to pretty much anyone. But um, I know they have, like... I just haven't caught up, but I know it's a good anime. 
I mean, you there there are like certain things that you could get around. Like I would argue that like Death Note. I'm sure you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the main character could beat Saitama. Is okay. So since I don't know much about Death Note, he just writes names on a book, and they that whatever happens to that name, like he he can just. You have to I, know their name. You have to picture their face, and then you have to write their name, and then you can die how you can write how they die. But if you don't, they just die of a heart attack in 40 seconds, or if you're using the anime in a minute. So technically, <laughs> you beat Saitama. Because okay, but does the Death Note, like this notebook, is it like some sort of mystical force, or how is that ever is that ever explained? Oh, so in, it's there are these things called Shinigami. So there are gods of death. Okay. That's the translation for Shinigami. Um, and is a Shinigami, how do you say it again? Shinigami. Shinigami. Shin- yeah, 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 exactly okay. right. Yeah. Are they ever physical beings? Only if you touch the death note, you can see one, but they could go through walls. They could go through whatever the fuck they okay. want. Can you punch one? <laughs> you can try, but nothing's going to happen to them. Okay. Okay. So technically, can the nest death note beat superman i would argue at a basic at a basic level of superman i would argue no just because like okay you make superman's heart stop all right whatever well okay first it depends like how are you gonna get jao call out whatever his real name is right like hello or like clark kent whatever Second, if his heart stops, I'm pretty sure that so long as he's like in direct sunlight. In the sun, yeah. So at base level back. Superman, he'll still pretty much be surviving. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. I think you could continuously kill him, but like there will be a point where he's like, I, I, I'm getting killed. <laughs> What's up? Like, and it's not like you like can just go up to his dead body and start stabbing him because there's no way you're penetrating his skin. Exactly. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. No matter what, Superman's kind of like top tier. Top tier. Yeah. Top tier. But either way, let's transition to the game that you sent me this morning. Um, the Ghost of... Tsushima. Tsushima. Those are my favorite type of games. Open world games with exploration and combat. Love. I mean, you yeah. know, Horizon, Red Dead. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. God of War. Um, God of War is a little different. I mean, no, God of War is pretty much the same. It's still an open... It's definitely still I an open world I would say game. it's a lot more linear. It's a, it is linear. But it's it's at the end of the day, it is an open world. Like you can literally go wherever you want. But it is ah, very okay. linear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are my favorite type of games. Like those are the games I enjoy the most. Right. Spider Man is another one of them. Um. Spider one. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the thing I see with this game is that it could get boring very fast if the world doesn't change mm-hmm. as you play it. Like it is an island, but how much can you do with this island? And how big is gonna this island gonna be? Like how the terrains have to change in order to like make the difficulties harder. Um, because if it's just all grass and good looking stuff, it can get very boring. So it's just what haven't we seen before though? Like think about it. If you compare it to games like Zelda, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. beautiful. Like the, the 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 earth is part of the like the actual environment. You can do whatever you want technically, but it it can get very boring very quickly if the story isn't good. I think it, I think it's going to have to heavily depend on the story because like yeah. I, based off of what I see in terms of like the the game mechanics, even if you put it on its hardest setting, um, you'll probably just like have to master the parry function, mm-hmm. and then once you do that, it's you're going to breathe through the majority of it. I think they're going to have to really hinge on boss battles. So yeah, that's another thing I was thinking about. It's so how they're going to do boss battles. Like that has to be 
I'm very interested to see that. Overall, like, I want to buy the game. I definitely, definitely want to play it. I just want to see how they're, they're going to do some more stuff. And I know in the trailer that he's like, oh, we, we, we've yet to show you so much more. Yeah. Awesome. I'll wait for you guys to show me so much more. Right now, I just have a basic yeah. questions of just like, oh, uh, could this be okay? Could this not be okay? Did you see the original one? Um, the, the original, like, playable trailer or whatever it was that they released where he – so he gets, like, a grappling hook, I think. But, like, those grasslands start to go on fire. And awesome. Like, awesome. You start fighting in the middle of that, and it looks beautiful. That, that's, 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 that's something good. Like, I, I, love, I love that. that. That actually sounds great. This game is going to be one of the most visually – like pleasing it looks visually pleasing yeah. visually stunning too it's just it looks great i mean the fact that you can make it cinematic and literally turn it into a black and white samurai movie God, it's dope. So good. Dope. Like props to developers for thinking so of cool. shit like that yeah and i the, know the photo mode great it's just I, those are my favorite type of games and i'm really excited for it because it, it looks different enough to be enjoyable you know yeah yeah like 100 it looks different enough to be enjoyable and that's um, why i'm getting a little hype i kind of want to play i've been meaning to play assassin's creed odyssey and just pretty much the last three Assassin's Creed's because I love open world games. So I need, I need me some open world experiences. The, 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 the last two that have come out, Odyssey and uh, Origins, pretty good. Uh, is, I it or, is it Origins? Origins was like three years ago. Odyssey and... Hey, Origins, yeah. Wasn't Origins the one in, in Egypt. Egypt? Yeah, yeah. So it's Origins... Uh, Odyssey, isn't there a newer one though? That's coming out now, which is no, not Valhalla. Um, let me see. Oh, Assassin's Creed games. Are you sure there isn't a newer one? Oh no, yeah, you're right. It's just Odyssey is the latest one. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, uh, like I've I've mentioned this to you before, but I'll say it again just for the purpose of the podcast. I have always wanted gods and godly like folktale in video games we got some of that with god of war and uh you know god of war did it amazingly but i feel like we have like that that is such a a huge media that that video games have not touched why i have no idea and with assassin's creed odyssey touching greek mythology dope as fuck with uh um origins touching egyptian mythology dope as fuck now we're getting into norse mythology you know and 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 I, I want more of that. I want more mythology in video games. I think that'll be good for them. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. What, I I just hope Valhalla doesn't disappoint. That game. I don't, I don't. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I honestly don't think it will. And I'm just very excited because after seeing the gameplay that you showed me today of Ghost of Tsushima, um, it's Ghost of Tsushima, right? Yeah. Yeah. The gameplay, like I told you, it looked. I'm like. Oh, I thought it was just a trailer for a PS5 game that they were just gonna announce and it's gonna come out. Right. That's how good it looks. Because it looks. It looks great. And. I'm 100% sure the developers had to keep that in mind that the new console was coming out this year. So they're like, okay, we have to make sure it's ready and it's playable and it's adaptable to the new system. 100%. So given that, it makes me excited for the other games that's, that are to come to yeah. the next level. Like it's just the animation and the mechanics of it have to be just wonderful. I mean- I feel like the new Star Wars game that's going to come out is going to have to be able to blow us away. I mean, Fallen Order in itself was a very good looking yeah. game. It was a yeah. very good looking game. Um, so I'm excited specifically for, I mean, just think about it. Like Spider-Man, amazing. Like the game, like Spider-Man for PS4. Love it. It's great. So now just imagine that with even more updated graphics and just a whole new like software for it to play on. I'm like, just excited it's, it's for no loading screens. Like, I, like graphics are great, but like no loading screens. 
having to yeah, we, play, we've like, seen that we've seen that in so many integrated games now it's just uh fallen order didn't have loading screens what what from level to level what happened is that you got in your you got in your spaceship and then yeah which is which is great god of war technically didn't have loading screens that you could you knew when it was loading though when it was you going through portals and the portal took like a minute to load four minutes yeah but like it's still better than whole ass skyrim experience of you open a door and you just sit there for like four minutes all right here, here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing fall in order though right i like challenging games so i love playing games at their hardest i played it at the hardest and when you die you have to wait five full minutes to get back into the game Don't i'm being die. punished for losing no no, <laughs> no 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 my punishment should be having to go collect my souls not having to wait five minutes to replay your you're game. right you're right you're right I mean, like, I didn't experience that because I don't like to put myself through uh, torture <laughs> to torture through torture. So I play it at a normal difficulty and actually enjoy the game for what it is and the story. And I understand. I respect it. I respect people like you, but I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to do that. So it's not like I it's not like I had to, you know, endure. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know I, I, that the, the graphics. Cool. Like I'm, I'm excited for like visually pleasing games. But the no loading screens is what's really got me like like really hyped. We finally reached and, that level. We finally reached that point. Since we're talking about video games, do you have a Switch? Yeah. Okay. Did you hear that Paper Mario is coming out? You know, I'm not a huge like, Mario platformer games. is not like my huge thing. I played Odyssey and it was great, but it's not like I was mind blown by Odyssey. So it's not a platformer. Uh, Paper Mario is more like of an, I would say like an RPG. Okay. I'd say look at some some gameplay. I think a, a trailer dropped, and uh, I don't know. I've been super like I, I'm a huge fan of Paper Mario. It's an RPG. I think it's turn based, um, and and it just reminds me a lot of like you know like the older stuff. And I, I like old RPGs. I like that kind of those kinds of things. So like I don't know. I'm 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 super excited. I'm a little mad that Nintendo doesn't want to fix their net, like their netcode because their online stuff is shit. But they're releasing this, so it's okay. You know. <laughs> Like it's it's releasing in July or June, and and okay. I don't know. I, I I think it's a it's a hype little thing to like look forward to. Um, but for yeah. those who like, for those who like it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And it's it's not like I'm gonna say I don't like it because I don't give these games a chance because I I like more. I don't know what's the right word. I just like aggress not aggressive games, but I just like. I, I like you know stabbing people <laughs> okay so aggressive games yeah in a sense of like god of war uh just just action more more action like actual like action stabbing people yeah. like god of war uh spider-man like i said horizon which is definitely yeah you, what you like is like real-time action mm-hmm. real-time yeah. action so a mario game is like great I love Mario games. I love Mario Kart. I like Mario Kart. But Party. it's not really your... your but it's not, it's, it's not my go-to. So it's not like I would drop the money on it. That's why, like, the only games that I would drop the money on right now would definitely just be, like, Assassin's Creed. Just because I need to experience what I've been missing out on for the last two years. Yeah, so, I'll agree with that. I haven't gotten to play those two either. I, I've only seen gameplay. And, and I feel like we're missing out because they, they, since they, since they did switch up the Assassin's Creed formula and added a whole new, like, world to it, I feel like I've been missing out. Yeah, same, and especially same. since I love these type of games, so I'll probably do that at some point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm just looking forward to Valhalla. Like I, it looks dope. It looks. Well, I mean, the cine- okay, but all Assassin's Creed games have dope cinematic trailers. 
Yes. We need to, we need to see know. gameplay. We need to but see gameplay. Still, I don't. I don't. I don't doubt it's gonna be great. I just. I just want to see gameplay first before I'm too hyped. Because I don't want to get. Fair. I don't want to get too hyped yet. It looks Fair. great, but I, it's just like it's so easy to make a good cinematic trailer. Like the cinematic trailers for <laughs> DC Universe Online. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Those look fucking phenomenal. And then you play the game and you're like, what is this shit? You know what? I don't understand why we haven't gotten a DC cinematic, like a, a DC movie in that form of cartoon. That would be actually amazing for them to do something like that. I mean, DC has always dominated Marvel in the cartoon section. Though. Oh, yeah. The DC movies are great. And I haven't yeah. caught up on all of them, but they just dominate. Yeah, no, they look beautiful. But the uh, DC Universe Online cinematic trailer, man. It's so short, but it's so good. It's so it's so well made. It's yeah. so well made. So a whole yeah. movie just just with that animation, very well made. What I feel, I feel like it would just be good. Like it would be really, really good. I mean, have you? Uh, since we're on the topic of DC, and I really wanted to talk about this because I don't I don't know if you're familiar with this, um, and it doesn't have to do with the video game. It it's doing with comics. Okay. Um, there was a, a point in time where uh, Batman kind of became a god because he, okay. he sat on a chair. And, and that chair gave him the information to everything. Like, he found mm-hmm. out who his parents' killers were and all this stuff. And then he asked who, like, to show him the Joker. And to give him to show him the Joker. Okay, so information on Joker. And instead of getting one Joker, we got three. Okay. In the same universe, in there the was three universe. Jokers. And it was three different Jokers. And it was them talking. Like, Batman was like, whoa, what's going on? And the, the chair was like, yeah, so there's three Jokers. And that's kind of like, we, we've been aware of that for like the last couple of years. But nothing has happened with that. And uh, we were supposed to get like a comic book last year. And that got delayed. So we're getting it this year. I think it's set for August, maybe. I, I might be wrong. Um, but it's called The Three Jokers. And it's going to follow, I think it's a mini series where it's three issues, and it's going to follow those three Jokers. And it's going to be, be released on DC's Black Label, which is Black Label is like DC's uh, mature comics. Mm-hmm. So you go in there if you want to see Batman's ween. Um, <laughs> but um, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be following those three Jokers and we're going to get some information on Joker. Like they're basically giving us a hard kind of origin story on him, but not really. And it's, it's interesting because whenever something big is done with the Joker, it's always like, like, for example, like the killing joke, you know, everybody knows that story. I feel like this is going to be one of those stories that DC is going to either try to animate or they're going to like bring a lot of attention to. It's going to get a lot of publicity because it's it's going to be it's going to be a big deal for for Joker fans and Batman fans and and DC fans. I I just wanted to mention that because like that does like, looks like something I'm uh, I mean I'm looking forward to it and see what's up. It's hype. It's because I, I trust DC when it comes to those things. Like when, when it comes to comic books, yeah, they're they're pretty good. But when it comes to movies, I mean, I, I would say know. DC comics are way better than Marvels. Uh, I would say their storylines are better than Marvel's. But okay, like, so what what makes a good comic book for you? It depends on what I'm like in the mood for. Because like, okay, makes sense. What, 
like like that's like asking like what makes a good movie there's like no one good thing that makes a good movie very know? valid point very valid point um, i mean there is a couple things that make a good movie okay yes but th- those are like core right so like if you have like a movie with like bad audio bad bad visuals and, and like bad acting you're not going to call that a good movie but those are core you need good acting you need good shots or good visuals at least and, and good audio and, and a good story that's the most I, important part i wouldn't even say a good story i would say you have to have a like a story that because how i describe it is a movie has to grab your attention in the first like couple like in the first like 15 minutes you have to be interested into what's actually going to happen to these characters because it's very difficult to because when you watch a movie it's a commitment you have to sit down and you're going to be like okay i'm committed to watching two hours plus of this world that i've just entered and if you're not happy with that world it's just it's just not a good movie experience so it's in order to make a good movie you're gonna have to have good writing which is you know like the actual dialogue that speaks a good plot good acting and i mean there are great movies without being super cinematic in terms of shots like yeah you, of course you have, that's one of those like if factors that you don't have to have a super cinematic movie to make a compelling story that's just right, but just, when I say good visuals, I mean like you know I don't want pixels on the screen because then yeah, I mean yeah of course, but it's 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 hard like you're not gonna go watch a movie and it's like oh shit well this was shot on a like a fucking when iPhone. I when I say you don't necessarily need a good story though I, I I bring up like examples like Baby Driver like Baby Driver's story is a simple it was story. it was good enough to but think about it think about how it starts it starts off fast fast paced you're like right, oh and, shit and then you get this character which is nothing like what he just did. Yeah, yeah, and, no. and that comes to the writing. So that that entraps you. That entraps you right away. Like you, would you, you, would like, you okay. say that's story, or would you say that's character? It it it's it's all one thing because that's that's the that's okay. how they wrote it. It's it's all one thing. Okay. So either way, it's it's just a formula. Like all these movies are made off formula. Things to, like we have the story, which is out. Just think about the story as the plot. That's the roadmap of where this character is going to go. This character though okay. is made by because of the writing. And though if he doesn't speak, that's writing. Like obviously, baby is very quiet character. So that's just okay. part of the writing. Like literally in the script, he says nothing in those parts where he actually says nothing. So that's just part of the story. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's all like one thing. So you there there are certain things that make a movie good. Like there are certain things that you have to have to make a movie good. And those okay. things change in every movie. But going back to comic books, I would I would argue actually hold I want to hold off on that cuz I'm I don't think I'm ready to argue why I think DC is better at comic books because okay. you could look at your Marvel staples. Like your Marvel staples when it comes to comic books, I just wouldn't say they're as legendary as DC staples. Like Civil War was one of the biggest things to happen. Understood. Old Man Logan, great story. And great, like great comic book stories as well. But then you take DC as an entity and there's just so much more rich content that DC offers in my opinion. Okay. I, I, I can see that argument. But all I would say is that I feel like but think about think about just pinpointing DC's characters, and let's say like let's let's for example you give, I'll say Green Lantern even though I'm not familiar with all the Green Lantern comic book stories, but there is just so much in the, in each character there is a whole like file of different stories and different things that happen to this character that that's it doesn't that doesn't necessarily happen with the Marvel side, 
You get me? Not with every character because a lot of the stories get it, it just gets repetitive sometimes. You know what DC I, I does? They, they reboot the universe. Like we we've seen rebooted universe in DC like several times already. And the, obviously the same thing happens. Time, yeah. the, the same thing happens to Marvel. But I feel like Marvel is more stuck to its origin, and the characters don't go through as much. You you get I what I'm saying? DC's core is willing to change a lot more than Marvel's, but there's still um like one if one offs or not even one offs, but like miniseries that Marvel has that don't have a lot of attention for whatever reason that are phenomenal stories. I, I, don't, mean, I completely agree. And I think, I, just, I, think the, I think the movies, I think the movies just overshadow so much of what Marvel has to often. Exactly. Offer. Yeah. And, and then the movies also help direct where the comic books go. Because yeah, 100%. Everybody becomes familiar with these characters, and now we, we're getting more comic book characters, and now these characters are changing to fit the movie. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like, I, I see why DC has, like, better comics, but the characters in Marvels are, are, are a lot more memorable, in my opinion. I mean, you do have your, your standouts in DC. Wait, 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 like, wait, wait, wait. Do you think the, the characters in Marvel, like, they're just more legendary than the ones in DC? I would argue, yeah. Okay, remember that? I don't know if you ever watched that video, but um, the one that I sent to you was two guys arguing, like one of them was a DC fan and the other one was a Marvel yeah, yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they, they pretty much brought up that question. It's like, who has the most legendary characters? Okay. Throughout the history of comic books, I would definitely have to say it's DC, dude. I like, say- Batman and Superman are just more internationally known overall than marvel characters now it could be a little different because of the marvel movie successes but dc characters like they're just staples what is i would say you have your batman you have your superman that in itself like just putting those two characters in itself is just but then you Big. have two heavy hitters in Marvel. I would say that Hulk is a lot less heavy hitting than those two. I would say Spider Man is a heavy hitter. Spider Man, sure. Spider Man is known everywhere. Spider Man is a fan favorite everywhere. Correct. DC comic book fans even like Spider Man. You know, even the hardest. I mean, I mean of course, like, like you have to because you can't just be. If you can't say you're a superhero fan and be like, oh yeah, I only fuck with DC. False. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're you're not making these. You're not making a valid claim if you're only on one side because you have to see it as a whole world, you know. Yeah. It, but like, I just think, okay, I would, if anything, I would argue that Spider-Man is the hardest hitter when it comes to to the Marvel. Like when it, when it comes to like as oh, a one hundred percent, one hundred percent was. I just I just don't. Now? Yeah, was okay. Take away the movies. Now? Take away the cinematic. Pretend we're in a world. But, but that's not fair. That's not fair. Then DC, of course, dominates. But even then, I would say DC's characters get boring. They 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 become stagnant. And I but guess we're not talking. Say- we're. I don't think we're talking about like what what happens in the, in their character stories. I just think as symbols of superhero, like like if you were if you were to say if you were to like take every single person in the world and be like name a superhero. I would say Spider-Man, Superman, or Batman are the first three that come into that person's mind. And then if you ask them to name more, I would say we could either get Hulk, maybe Wonder Woman. I don't think, I don't even think people would say Wonder Woman. I mean, they would. I mean, the, the thing is, like, again, the issue, the reason why DC has, like, 
more, I, I feel like more leeway in, in that aspect than Marvel is if you're taking away the Marvel movies, again, DC fucking rocked con- uh, cartoons. So everybody grew up with the Justice League. Even people who didn't grow up with the Justice League would watch Justice League on Saturdays. They'd be like, you know, grown ass men being like, yo, Batman's about to get it, you know? Oh, The Flash. Oh, you have Green Lantern. Wonder Woman had her own live action, had her own cartoons. Like, she was a big hitter in DC. Marvel doesn't really have that until the movies. And then once that, like, even Iron Man was unknown. Captain America was kind of known. The Hulk, probably second most known character Mm -hmm. in Marvel's, like, franchise. But Iron Man, it was a huge risk to go through with Iron Man. Nobody knew who he was. And then the movie came out and everybody's suddenly an Iron Man fan. <laughs> you know? That, that's... So if we're taking away Marvel's movies, we got to take away DC's. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Then, okay, keep everything how it is, though. Like, okay, just come back to regular life. Like, everything, right everything, everything is normal. Right now, legend, like the most legendary superheroes of all time, like if you were going to talk to an 80-year-old, I would not think that 80 year old would say like an 80 year old American white. <laughs> like, okay. But like, then you're taking away like hella shit from there. That 80 year old will probably go, okay, Superman. Okay. Batman. And okay. Spider-Man. But then you just think the legacy like, of superheroes is on the shoulders of Superman and Batman. I think it started on their shoulders and I think which already like, makes them legendary. And, like, and I'm, I'm not arguing that they're not legendary. I'm not. They, they are definitely legendary. So you're, okay, right? so you, don't think, you just don't think they're the most legendary? I think Batman is. Okay, okay. What, who to you is the most legendary comic book hero of all time? Spider-Man. Because <sighs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I... I I grew up on Spider-Man. So for me, I have that. Like that, that's just that nostalgia thing. And like me being me, there was something about this kid who was looked down upon by everyone else and was just kind of like always like not accepted by his peers. And he was just like a superhero. And no matter what, the world could treat him like trash, but he was still a superhero. Like, I remember my favorite comic book to this day, I don't remember the name, unfortunately, but I I could look for it, is a Spider-Man comic where Peter Parker's life is crumbling around him. Mary Jane left him, or they they had like a huge argument and they're not talking to one another. Uh, I think Aunt May died. Um, All this shit is just crumbling and Parker's getting beaten down, but he's still Spider-Man because no matter what, at the end of the day, he's still Spider-Man. And he still carried the weight of New York on his shoulders. He was willing to save them no matter what. I don't like Batman. I don't like Superman. Superman is boring. I, he, they have the comic books where, you know, some of his shit is like, oh, okay, cool. But when you think Superman and you think Superman, you go, oh, the Boy Scout. Right? Like, that's who immediately comes to mind. Even when you read the comic books, you're like, okay, the do-gooder. And you do, but the stand-up, I, un- of course. I understand that a million but- percent. You know, the stories aren't as compelling when it comes to Batman, when it comes to Superman against like Spider-Man. I understand that. It's, it's, I would it's say very basic. It would be Batman, really a battle between Batman versus Spider-Man. When it comes to story. When here's, it comes to story, I understand that. Here's but my in thing. terms of legend, in term, I, dude. They, Batman like, is only perceived to be so legendary, right? 
and and you're he everybody will disagree me with this. Everybody will disagree with me with this, but Batman's overrated. He nah. is punching way above his weight. Nah. He is in situations that he should not be. He in real life, in real life, Batman you would can't be, compare him to real no, no, life. No. This is exactly no. where comic books exist. And the, and then well, let's look at the let's look at the, what the movies did. They were like, all right, let, let's see what we can do with Batman. What did he do in Justice League? He did what nothing did he in Justice League. Exactly. He was the worst character. He was this worst character. Exactly. He Justice stood League. there. And that's exactly how I picture Batman. But I just don't think Batman is overrated as a character in itself. Like, I think Batman has given us one of like, the best stories. Like, he is, without a, with, like, without a doubt, one of the best comic book like, characters Batman is ever. only as good as he is. I wouldn't say that because the Hush storyline was pretty good. But for the most part, Batman's only where he is. Because of his arch nemesis. Nah. Joker. No. Nah. If you talk about greatest villains of all time, Joker is Joker up there. Joker pops up there, right? He's up there. One. I would argue he's number one. But think about Batman's surroundings. Think about the Batman family. Everything that's been built up for Batman throughout the years. You cannot just shit on that, man. Like, all the Robins. The, <laughs> like, the, the, the first two are cool. The third one, nobody remembers. What did he do after he was Robin? He became Red Robin. What kind of shit? The third, the fourth one, Damien? His whole ass son? You cannot forget Damien. I'll give Damien it. He doesn't get he as much coverage because, like, that's just, like, for some reason, he just doesn't get as much coverage. But Damien is a badass. And yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Like, you can't forget the Bat family, man. You can't forget the characters that are built up around him. You see, that's like Superman doesn't have those characters. Like, Superman, okay, son of Superman. Lois Lane. Oh, who the fuck cares about Lois Lane like that? Nobody. Superman. Oh, that's it. One person. Wow. Th- okay, we're going go. back to the same thing. Superman is boring. <clears throat> man of Steel is still one of the greatest that's movies true. of all time. But either way. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. Whoa. Oh. Differing opinions there. Wait, I know it's differing opinions, but in all of DC movies, Man oh. of Steel is still up there. That's it. Like that's it. Man Aquaman of Steel is still up there. Aquaman, Aquaman is not better than Aquaman is not better than Man of Steel. Aquaman whatsoever. Man. If anything, the production of Aquaman was so ass at some points. You knew exactly like what? Who who is picking these sets, man? Who is No, no, I can't. It yeah. literally looks it literally I I think when they were in Italy, there was a point where I just feel like they're like, okay, let's choose that street and close it down. That's where we're going to film. They didn't add anything to these sets. <laughs> they look so fucking basic. I was like, what? Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's a whole, this, yeah. I, I could go and film. I could take Jason Momoa with my whole ass iPhone camera and, and like other, whoever the fuck I want, take them to the exa- exact place in Italy and make the same scene. Like that didn't seem high. Like that yeah. didn't seem special at all. But I mean, where they where their strength lie was in the city of Atlantis. Yes, so every, Atlantis every was cool. I loved. I loved the movie. Beautiful. It was a good movie. It it lacked in some aspects, but obviously no movie yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. But you can't just no, come I, for Man of Steel yeah, like that. You're right. You're right. But like here's you the thing: Man, Man of Steel, Steel was a little slow, but it had near to perfect CGI. There, had, there wasn't one moment that you can remember in Man of Steel where the CGI was, like, bad because yeah, it wasn't yeah. okay. at all. I'll Man of Steel that. had perfect CGI. 
and you just you just knew like it was always some built up tension because you knew this guy who doesn't want to be like recognized as a god for what he is and he needs to keep calm at all times especially that scene in the bar where the dude is like throwing where the dude is like, oh yeah, him, yeah yeah and he like it's just so much tension because you knew you know like the, the, the guy you're following is a god and he can like do whatever the fuck he wants and he's not going to show it until this big bad shows up and i get it formulaic Zod is just a bad version of, of, of Superman. Badass. Of I understand. Badass. I understand. But like, it, it's so compelling and it's such a well done Superman story in my opinion. And I, 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 I give it shit. I give it shit. I understand because a, a lot of people movie. gave it shit it's in 2013. It I, is a good movie. We rewatched it. We rewatched it, right? We did. We did rewatch yeah, it. Yeah, when we rewatched it, I gained a new appreciation for it. But of I course. still don't stand. I don't think... I would watch Man of Steel over like Iron Man one, or over like I would watch it over Iron Man one. Oh. I, like I'm not saying I'm not saying Man of Steel was like I knew earlier. I'm like, oh, Man of Steel is one of the greatest movies of all time. That's just that that was definitely me just hyping it up for so that we can get into this argument. I don't. Right, think right. I no. just think think to me it is such a great Superman movie. Like just think about just the scene where he learns how to fly. And he, and then once he masters it, he goes across the fucking globe. Yeah. Like, come on, man. That's, 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 that was just beautifully done. Beautifully put on screen for us to enjoy. Like you can really see the strength of this human when he jumps, when he falls through a whole mountain and that entire mountain just collapses. He probably killed at least 4,000 animals, but that's okay because he's still alive. (laughs) Like, but either way, like I would watch it over Iron Man one just because I know Iron Man one is very much. All right, all right. Then, this? then, okay. Is there a Marvel movie you would watch as opposed to Man of Steel? There is a lot of movies that I rather watch. Like, there's a lot of Marvel movies I rather watch than Man of Steel. Okay. Is there an X Men movie that you would rather watch as opposed to Man of Steel? This also includes Logan. Logan is one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay. So I would. I would. Yeah, there had there definitely over Man of Steel. Like if I like if right now you're like okay, let's watch this movie or Man of Steel, and you just gave me the X Men catalog, I would either watch. <sighs> Hold on, because I it's just Man of Steel. There's some glorious moments of like awesomeness and just pleasing stuff. But I'll definitely watch Logan over Man of Steel. Okay, I would watch in the X Men catalog. Like right now, me right now, haven't haven't watched any of these movies in a while. I'll definitely watch Logan. X Men First Class. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take X Men First Class right now, but I felt like if I had watched it a month ago, I would watch Man of Steel over First Class, or even like three months ago. First Class is great. I feel like a lot of people don't give that movie enough credit. Credit, yeah. Um. X-Men, no, I wouldn't watch X-Men 2 right now over Man of Steel, honestly. Um, and maybe The Wolverine. Okay. So far, DC has its heaviest hitter being that Man of Steel movie. And the Man of to Steel- me, to me. I know. I, I, I will still agree with you because like, if, if you go back, I don't like Wonder Woman. I don't know why I received the reception it did. I think that movie was overhyped. Is like beloved for no real good reason. I do not like Wonder Woman. I have a lot of issues with it. Um, Shazam, I don't remember that movie at all. 
I watched it three times. Still can't tell you what happened or who the <laughs> bad guy is. It was a good movie, though. It was, like, enjoyable, but okay. It's a forgettable movie is all mm-hmm. it is, to me, at least. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it definitely is. And then, yeah, continue. Aquaman, so cheesy. Like, so cheesy. The best thing it had going for it was establishing shots of Atlantis. And then, like, anytime Jason Momoa opened his mouth, I was, I was just laughing because I was like, I was like, okay, what's going to come out of his mouth now? And it never disappointed. It was just cheesy. Justice League, abomination. I never want that movie. I want that movie rescinded from the history of mankind. <laughs> I, I, just to make a quick point, remember when we, when we left the Justice League like movie like in the theater, we were just like, oh, this movie was amazing. Yeah. And then we slowly started to dissect it, and then we realized it was just not good. Whatsoever. Was, no. it, I feel like a- I feel like we just got hyped at the very beginning when they showed the Green Lantern in that yes. war movie. We're just like, okay, that led us to continue throughout what, like the entire movie to be like, oh, this is a great movie. Yeah. It really wasn't, but continue. I, I mean, the reason why it was so amazing is because we finally got all these characters that we've been waiting so long to see on screen. And then we're like, bro, that was so cool. And then, you know, you go at it again and then you're like, oh, oh wait, nah, nah, it's not, it's not good. And then I mean, the part where they fight Superman is like, okay, but even that is just like, the okay. CGI mustache, bro. You can tell, dude. He looks like a Muppet. Um, <laughs> Such a shame. What was that when we come out? Like 2017? Yes. That came out after Man of Steel. Such a shame. How did Aquaman have worse CGI than Man of Steel? How do any of DC's movies have worse CGI than Man of Steel? When Man of Steel came out... It was the first DC movie. It was their Iron Man. It was their Iron Man. And the second Superman movie? Don't even get me started on the second Superman movie. I can't tell which one. You mean Batman versus Superman? Yeah. I can't tell which one's worse. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Wait, hold. Justice League is way worse than Batman versus Superman. Come on. Come on. We can save this argument because, I mean, we're, we're reaching like two hours. But we can save this argument. But I would say right off the bat... I'd rather watch Batman vs Superman anytime than Justice to, League. I'd have to rewatch both those movies and then give it give it like my real thing. But like if I'm going off of like memory, Batman vs Superman was pretty ass, dude. See, the thing is, if you take that movie and let's say you're just putting it in an editing software and you just chop off like ten scenes that are completely unnecessary, it's a solid movie. You okay. just have to chop off a, a lot. Because there's just a lot of things that are they're just not worth watching, okay. but I there just there were some moments where I really enjoyed like when Bat like the first time um where where Ben Affleck like is in the Batmobile when he's trying to follow that truck or whatever and mm-hmm. at the end and and he just murders people but at the end of that when he crashes into Superman and they both like and and then Superman like rips the top of the Batmobile off and then like they have that little standoff and then that's that's that was very cool that was very well done. And that's the do you bleed part. Oh, okay. Um, another part where Superman was in the courthouse and then he realized that um, Lex Luthor wasn't there and then the entire courthouse blows up. Yeah. And then Superman has to like deal with that. All these people just died around him. Okay. Amazing. You know, thing, things like that in that movie that make it worth watchable, that make, or make, that make it worth watching again. Justice League just doesn't, like, there's not one point in Justice League where I'm like, oh, yeah, that was super dope, you know? 
nah. It's just Batman vs Superman is still a pretty solid movie. Okay, life. okay. It, like even I, I would watch it anytime over Justice League. It, 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 like now that you're mentioning it, it does have more memorable moments because like I remember all those moments that you listed, and I can't think of one aside from like Superman like winking over at the Flash and then doing what the Flash was doing, but better. Yeah. Yeah, that, and, and I guess the fight against him, but like even then, that was a pretty shitty fight. In that's my that's just the only thing I really like, kind of like about Justice League. But um, yeah, man, not the move. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. I might actually take back that statement, but I still need to watch both of them to give it like the fair verdict. Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah. I'll, I'll hit you back with that one. But um, yeah. What are we talking about? What led us to that? I don't know. We went from tangent to tangent. Oh, a legendary comic books. Legend. Oh, okay, that's right. I, I I think I think we can leave it there because I don't. I just feel like we won't reach a stand. I, I don't think we will reach an agreement anytime yeah. soon. But I think we can leave it at that. But either ways, I think that's good enough for this episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed. And uh, next Friday, join us again so we can discuss more things and uh, have very different opinions on. <laughs> On subjects that uh, actually matter in the comic book world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Are you excited for anything? Yes. Uh, in what? Comic book, video game, movies? Just overall. There's a comic book move, uh, comic book that's coming out for Power Rangers. The Power Ranger comic books, by the way. Actual heat. They're <laughs> really good. Um, okay. They had a huge war or whatever, and there was like an evil Tommy. We're learning more about uh, Tommy's master. So there's going to be like a ranger favorite villain, mm-hmm. according to people. And uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm excited to know because they're keeping all that under wraps and they're coming out with a little mini series and I'm, I'm excited for that. Sounds also, good. Kimberly, the original ring, pink ranger, murdered all the other rangers. <laughs> Straight heat, dude. Straight heat. I need, I need to catch up on that because that, uh, that actually sounds great. That yeah. actually sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. But um, either way, thank you for joining me on this episode. Um, I hope you're excited as I am because uh, I really enjoy these sort of talks and um, join us every Friday on uh, we don't have a name yet, but for now we just call it the special edition, the special Friday edition. Hey. How about that? Special Friday edition until we come up with a name, but either way, thank you so much and end recording in one, two, three.